Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. What's in your personal reading library? What is the title of the last book you've read? One of my favorite quotes about reading is from the author Helen Exley, who stated, Books can be dangerous. The best ones should be labeled, This Could Change Your Life. The great author Toni Morrison said, If there's a book you really want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. There are many national days of observances related to reading and or writing. The annual celebration of creative writing is National Writing Day on June 24th. National Book Lovers Day is coming soon on August 9th. And National Authors Day is a little further away on November 1st. Reading books, and I must add, listening to audiobooks is a great way to help quiet our minds in chaotic times. I love reading biographies and personal development books and have so many role models who I know I will never meet personally, but I've met over and over through the pages of their books. One of my favorite books is Enter Talking by Joan Rivers with Richard Merriman. For some reason, that book speaks to me. I've reread it several times over the years when I've needed a little encouragement. Joan Rivers was awesome. Perhaps it was the celebration of her journey as a female comedian that moved me. Feel good and funny will get me every time. Reading also allows us to learn about things we're curious about without actually doing them and realizing the potential consequences firsthand. After launching the Cup of Glow podcast, one of my friends who is now referring to herself as a saucy 70s Milestone Diva, gifted me with a book by Mary McHugh titled, How Not to Act Like a Little Old Lady. In the introduction of the book, we learned that Ms. McHugh was 80 when the book was published and had been married to the same man for 55 years. Imagine writing a book at age 80. To say that I was impressed by that is an understatement. Mary McHugh definitely has the credentials to share what is and what should not be the actions of a little old lady. Mary McHugh has written at least 20 books, 
and many articles, and she's a lifelong tap dancer. Throughout the book, she regales her readers about her adventures in tap dancing. However, the main theme is that it is okay to be goofy and enjoy life. The main goal of the Cup of Glow podcast is to encourage milestone divas at any age to be bold, confident, and fun-loving women enjoying life. I searched for Ms. McHugh to invite her to be a guest on the Cup of Glow podcast without success. The closest I came to a connection with her were YouTube videos and a LinkedIn profile without the ability to message her. When you have a chance, please look up her YouTube video from 12 years ago titled, Tap Your Troubles Away with Mary McHugh, and another one from five years ago titled, Mary McHugh Discusses Her Books, the Happy Hoofers Mystery Series. This lady is a terrific example of an exciting 80s milestone diva. I decided to discontinue my search and not become a scary literary stalker. Instead, I decided to just bring awareness of her story as I know it today through my enjoyment of her book. Perhaps you're working on a book right now. If so, please finish it and share it with us. In addition to the observance of reading or writing great books, there is National Letter Writing Day on December 7th and National Journal Writing Day, which gets quarterly recognition in January, April, June, and December. Do you recall learning to write letters in school? In elementary school, we started with social letters. And by high school, we were learning about formal and informal business letters. As a young girl, some of my fondest moments with my grandmother were writing letters to her sister as she dictated them. I learned so much about our family through those letters, and I felt so grown up helping my Grammy. These days, technology has made it easy to receive emails and text messages and the excitement of a handwritten letter delivered by the postman or lady is nearly gone. I've recently learned that some young people can't read cursive lettering. Wow. As milestone divas, we are the mistresses of adaptability. We can observe our letter writing mindfully with flowing cursive letters using a ballpoint pen, or we'll send texts with smoochy emojis to our grandchildren and be happy with their return smoochy emojis. Another way of knowing that you're in your grandchildren's thoughts are the text notifications from Venmo or Cash App. Oh, well. Journaling creates a mirror that we have to face. 
It is so easy to avoid or deny feelings until you take the time to write what you're thinking. Once the words are on the page, there is no hiding. Of course, you could easily tear up, burn, or erase the pages. But there is a cleansing of sort just in the act of writing than reading the words. When I have journaled, I've maintained journals for a few months at a time, sometimes up to a year. I've always gone back to read them and then destroy them. It has never failed that whatever was written about a crappy situation at the time proved to be either wasted energy or outright stupidity when reviewed later. Life goes on. The crisis of the moment was abated. When we have safe outlets for our negative moments, then we won't easily fall victim to the less than positive choices that may get in our way. For those in the sisterhood of comfort eating, you know all too well how a negative situation could lead to out-of-control binging and other not-so-good options. Journaling is a proven tool for self-awareness, accessing wisdom from within. If you decide to give journaling a try, I recommend that you write freely without regard of grammar or sentence structure. Your sentences don't even have to make sense. After all, you aren't sharing them with anyone else. You're trying to not censor or overthink what you're writing. You want your expressions to be as honest and true to your situation as possible. Journaling doesn't have to be related to negative issues. Try practicing with your feelings of gratitude. Before going to bed this evening, take a few moments for yourself and write about the following question. What are three things you're grateful for at this time in your life and why? If you find that you enjoy the experience but need some prompting on what to write about, then consider a book on journaling such as Always Grateful, a guided journal for everyday gratitude by Jennifer Light. Today's program was brought to you by Replay Fitness, helping women age 50 and older to find their power. Thank you so much for joining us today. We believe that everyone has an opinion, and we want to hear from you. Today's questions are, when was the last time you had a birthday celebration as an adult? Which birthday was it? How did you celebrate it? Please email your comments to us at info at replayfitnessinc.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva. It's about a decade and not a day.